Before we get into this episode, I want to share about this week's partner. When I started my business, I made a big mistake when it came to visuals. I changed color palettes frequently, hand drew my logo, and even had a pink website. I know. I saw design as a fluffy extra, and as a result, struggled to build brand recognition and trust with my audience. Since then, I've thankfully learned how important it is to ensure that the way you look reflects who you are, and to be cohesive with every touch point. There's no denying it, visuals matter. But if like me, design just isn't your forte, how do you make sure you show up professionally and consistently? Well, that's where 99designs comes in. 99designs by Vista is a platform here to help you find professional designers from around the world to bring your brand to life through custom and memorable design. It's a bit like Hinge, but for design. So whether you're starting out and need a logo and brand identity, or are further along and need a social media banner or packaging design, 99designs will help you find your design match. There are two ways to do it. You can either launch a contest and be flooded with design ideas from around the world, or you can be matched with a designer to work with from start to finish across your project. I've recently launched my own contest to create a logo for one of my group programs, and it's been so fun to see the creative entries come in. I'm excited to have partnered with 99designs to get you £20 off your first contest. So to invest in risk-free professional graphic design, head to the link in the show notes or to 99designs.com forward slash Alice to get started today. Now let's get on with the episode. Welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to episode number 199 of Starting the Conversation. I'm your host, Alice Benham, back after my month off, having a chit chat to the brilliant M. Hi, Em. Nice to be back on the podcast. I mean, I haven't actually been away because I've been slaving away all month whilst Alice has been on holiday. So uh, <laughs> I've been nowhere. Um, but Alice has had a lovely, relaxing four weeks. <laughs> I spun off to Morocco whilst... Um, I get that sponsor keeping dollar. M, keeping M running. Yeah. I have to clarify, M gets the choice whether she wants to do her work before August and take the month off with me or keep working throughout the month. And, and M chooses. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> M's not organised enough to take a month off. So therefore, M, M uploads the podcast at 9pm the day before it's meant to go up every week. But hey, it's been consistent. Exactly. We were just saying before hitting record, I, with this first episode back, was so on the way here. Like, oh my God, first episode back, people are going to have missed me like we're ready to go and I'm like oh they've literally had an episode every single week for the last five weeks and the so. listeners have been pretty high there has been listeners of the of the series which is good what was the series called summer school <laughs> well you'd forgotten it then <laughs> not glad I had of, the, 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 uh, series. of the series I hope people enjoyed it I got I some so. really lovely messages about it so thank you to anyone who's tuned in across summer if you haven't listened to those episodes I feel like a it doesn't need to be summer to listen to them yeah. and b they're great episodes to just go back to when you feel like you need a little boost mm-hmm. of expertise or or you want to learn something new. I really enjoyed the one where you talk about lists. And I was like, I know I always need to write lists, but most of the time I still don't write a list, even though I should just write a list and I'd be way more productive. And then when you mm-hmm. when I was editing that, I was like, wow, I feel like you're atting me. It was quite direct. <laughs> it was quite direct when I was sat there making, making amends. I was like, oh, maybe I should have written a list to make sure I do the podcast on time. Did you do that? No. Okay. But um, next time I'll take it on board. The intention yeah. Yeah, the intention was there. That's my favourite thing about us humans is how we can know crystal clear what is going to help us, mm-hmm. yet we just don't do it. Oh, yeah, 100 And then we moan about the symptoms of the problem that we could have really easily solved. Yeah. And then we do that cycle again. It's fascinating. Hope everyone's had a good summer. Yeah, me too. It's been a, it's been a nice sunny summer in England. I mean, it has been 
a scorcher. It's been a lot of sunburnt people I've been seeing around. At the festival, at the weekend, because I don't know if you know Em, but I did go to a festival. Yeah, Alice has been going on about the fact that she went to a festival. I've done 11 festivals. By the time this has gone up, I've been to 11 festivals this summer because I work <laughs> at festivals. Alice has gone to one and hasn't stopped talking about the one that she's been to. <laughs> My general conclusions from the day is the Sugar Babes are fantastic live. They are, I agreed. I saw them a few months ago. Festivals are too long yeah. of a day. Uh, I don't like crowds. Agreed. I don't like queuing. Agreed. Uh, glitter's really fun. Yeah, but it gets stuck. You can never wash it off. Yeah, one of my friends, shout out to you if you're listening to this and you know who you are, she had glitter all over her chest and then got sunburned. Oh my so the next day, was it she like just had spotty sunburn. <gasps> it was amazing. Yeah, she didn't look great. Red shirt man did stripes on the side of his face because he's basic. Did he get uh, sunburned? Yep. Yeah, because he got stripes on his face now. Yeah, um, hilarious. Iconic. It was iconic. a beautiful time. Um, Any other highlights? Or low lights from the festival. Yeah, apart I from think that's everything really. Yeah. I, I'm in not interested in going to a festival again. Really. When I first saw Alice earlier, she was like, "I was really thinking about going to Glastonbury next year." She's decided she definitely doesn't want to go to Glastonbury <laughs> next year. <laughs> I've decided I'm going to do Sofa Glastonbury. So agreed. I'm going to watch it from home because BBC have great coverage. Agreed. You get to see it really close up. I can switch stages without having to walk between them. Yep, very true. And I can drink and eat from the comfort of my own home. Perfect. Also, much cheaper. Much cheaper. Yeah. yeah fest- I tell you what, where I spent my most money at the festival, in the photo booth. There was a photo booth? Yeah. That's sick. I've never been to a festival with a photo spent booth. Spent £24 in it. £24? Wait, hang on. How much was one go? Guess. £4. No, £6. 6, 12, 18. You went four times. Yeah. God, that was slow. That <laughs> should have been way faster than that. Slightly painful listening to that Sorry. calculation there. My housemate, Jess and I, who's been on the podcast many times. We do love Jess. Jess, who works at Thursday Dating. Thursday Dating, shout out. Plug, plug, plug. We have a tradition where we have to go into every photo booth we see and then we put the pictures on our fridge and she got very upset the other week because I went to the cricket with Red Shirt Man and we took photo booth pictures. <gasps> who knew there was a photo booth at the cricket? That's iconic. Yeah. I've never even been to the cricket. Really enjoyable. Yeah, had a lovely time. And she took them off, she took them off the fridge <laughs> because it's, it's only me and, me and her allowed oh, on the fridge. Jess is getting, just getting a bit antsy for the fridge. It's just place. protecting, protecting what's hers, I think. <laughs> it's her real estate. How was my month off? Well, interesting to ask myself that question. So do you not want me to ask you? <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> so Alice, how was your month off? Oh my God, I'm so interesting that you'd ask. It was great, thank you. Good, I'm so glad. I'm going to tell you what I did as if you... So what did you do? <laughs> If people are curious about taking a month off, how I do it, why I do it, all of that fun stuff, we'll link the episode in the show notes. Go and listen to that because that's got all the kind of technical stuff. I quite like doing an episode like this at the end of my month off. Number one, just to kind of get back in the swing of things. But also number two, to kind of report back and be like, okay, I've done it now. What are the thoughts? What are the feelings? What are the experiences? So I started my month off, as I always do, with a solo trip. And this year I went to Morocco. And then you blew up on TikTok. I did. Which is crazy. I yeah. enjoyed watching that happen. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, I went to Morocco and I was obviously by myself for a whole week, which I love. But I did get a little bit stir crazy at points. And one day got slightly tipsy on Rosé, recorded a stupid video, put it on TikTok, went to sleep for a little nap. You know, the like afternoon nap. You yeah, have a little siesta. Oh, perfect. And then you wake up, have a shower, eat yeah. some crisps, go to dinner, 10-10. Wake up from my nap, 100,000 views. <gasps> It was what well, I mean. It didn't go. I don't know what the definition of viral is. To me, viral is like over a hundred thousand. I need to or ask even Lucy over Hitchcock. maybe even over fifty. It's just more than the norm. Should I call Lucy and see if she? Yeah, see if she knows. Okay, because she is the viral sensation of TikTok. Hello. Hi, Lucy Hitchcock. You're on the podcast right now. So, very, very quick question for you. 
this um, is live. This is live, yeah. What is the definition of TikTok viral? How many views do I have to get to say that a video went viral? Oh, well, I think that's subjective, really. Yeah, but you, would... as the TikTok queen, we, we thought you we would thought be the decider. Oh, I'd say at least 100,000. Okay, yeah, that works. I thought it was going to have to be more than that. Or I would say getting a, a large amount of views in a short amount of time, a.k.a. if Amazing. if I posted a video and it got 20,000 views within half an hour to an hour, I would say that's viral. I think that's a great definition. Thank you very much. Who's on the Who's on the podcast with you? I'm just chatting to my editor. Em, we're just talking about my month off, and was talking about my TikTok virality. And then I said I felt egotistical calling it virality, and I didn't know what the true number was. Thank you so much for weighing in. That's oh, right. I just think my phone rang. I was like. This is random. <laughs> <laughs> Have a lovely rest wonderful. of your day. I'll be calling you the next time I need a, a definition. Thanks. No worries. <laughs> Bye, Fred. Bye. So 100,000 views. Perfect. I so would that means that I've had five viral videos. That's amazing. Thank you. I've literally, if that's the definition, I've never had a viral. My current top video is at 85K. But what I would say about your TikTok is your number one very consistent and the most important thing is that you're number two actually in the correct niche. Yeah, mine's very niche, whereas yours is just a kind of weird collection. Anyway. Don't get me wrong, very pleased to have had some viral videos, very pleased to have grown some followers. Do any of those people give a shit about business? No. Probably not. Am I going to have a hard time now pivoting to the actual content I'm meant to be sharing? Probably so. And do you know my favourite thing? If people haven't seen the first video that went viral for context, it was about a couple that I'd met at the resort. They just got engaged and I was basically comparing how I'd spent my day just sleeping and getting drunk and they'd got engaged and I was insignificant compared to them. Loads of couples at the hotel thought it was them. <gasps> yeah. So, so did loads of couples think they'd all been engaged? Yeah. Or did loads of people... had been engaged. Oh, I was going to say, it was like, how can you just assume? Oh. Yeah. Wow, so lots of people must get engaged there. Five couples what? that morning... Had all got engaged? In a hot air balloon. Sh what? I know. In the how same... cliche. In, that's horror. Not in the what? same hot air balloon. <laughs> that would be weird. What an ununique experience. I know, I felt a bit bad. Yeah. Because a lot of them messaged me like, this has to be us. And I was kind of like... You're not that original, mate. I'd be like, imagine, be, imagine being like, I'm going to plan this proposal. It's going to be in a hot Nobody would have thought of in this. In Morocco, nobody has thought of it. And then same morning, four other people get engaged. The exact same idea. Yeah. So anyone listening to this, if your partner takes you on a hot air balloon in Marrakesh, get suspicious. Make sure your nails are painted. Maybe even if you just go to Mar Marrakesh altogether, just be suspicious. Yeah. I was surrounded by couples. So many people on a honeymoon, so many people get engaged, so many brand new couples. It was the best people watching of my life. I basically spent the Love whole time that. deciding that Red Shirt Man and I were superior. Yeah. So that's my favorite thing about couple watching. Yeah. So I'm like, mm. Having a bit of drama around it. the pool. Oh yeah, and then I just float near to the drama. <laughs> Pretend that I speak another language so I'm not eavesdropping. I'm just like, oh, what's what what you speak over? another language? <laughs> I just wouldn't say anything. I just act like I'm, I'm unaware. Oh, exactly. But anyway, that week was lovely. Lovely. Aside from the TikTok virality, it was very restful. In fact, I wonder if the TikTok virality took away from my rest. I was quite obsessively checking TikTok a lot of the time. Yeah, but I mean, it's still by yourself, not really doing work, just checking on virality. Nothing. No, that's quite good. Yeah, it was a lovely week away. Very warm. It was about 45, 50 degrees, which meant that when I came back, we were all in a heat wave. And I was like, guys, this is this breezy. Yeah, this is a lovely time. Really enjoy myself. It was hot here. It was so hot. It has been a warm summer. And then I didn't really do a whole lot the rest of the summer. Last August off, I packed it to the brims. Mm -hmm. I had a solo trip at the start. I had three more trips throughout. I moved house. I went to a festival. I camped at the festival. Whoa. I did glamp though. 
Okay, not quite the same thing. <laughs> I don't think that counts. No. And I was your, there with a brand, so I got free drinks and I didn't have to queue for Your anything. festival experiences are really quite low on my rating. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was very packed last year, which meant that I entered last September just feeling completely drained and really chaotic. Yeah, not It was a fun rested. summer, but it wasn't very restful. So I went for a very opposite approach this summer and I had planned to maybe do another trip, but I ended up just going away for that first week. I went on a couple of like UK staycations. I didn't really do a lot the rest of the time. I can't really remember what I've done. I've been doing things, you know, been to the beach, been to the cricket, been paddleboarding. But I do wonder if I went too far the other way. You're going to find it hard to now get back into it, do you reckon? Yeah, and also I think I'm not very good when I don't have something to focus on. I think if I were to do this August off again, I'd probably have something maybe mid to end, like another little trip. Because yeah. I was, it wasn't that I was bored because actually I was doing stuff all the time and traveling around. But I more just like kind of didn't have any purpose. And yeah. I slightly went insane last week and I had to keep being like, Alice, you're fine. You're just not working. My brain loves a challenge. If I don't have challenge, I kind of make up challenge. So I start thinking, I hope he doesn't listen to this episode. I'll start thinking like, oh, maybe Red Shirt Man and I are having problems. Maybe all my friends hate me. Maybe oh, I've got I this issue. That. Because I, I think I almost like manifest is the wrong word, but I just like create an issue that doesn't exist I because do I don't have any other issues to solve. And I love solving issues. So that's God, We need to fun. get you on like a real housewife show or something and then you can just solve all their problems and oh, you worry would, less about your own. I would have so much anxiety on a show like that. I cannot deal with conflict. Wouldn't be good for me. <laughs> but all in all, it was a great month off. I've had a lovely that's time. And actually I feel quite ready to come back to work now, which is nice. Yeah. I'm kind of like, okay. A bit like the excited. school holiday when it's like feel like sometimes school holidays would be a bit too long and by the end you're just a bit bored whereas yes. like then if you have a shorter break I was always so excited to go back to school because mm. I was like ready to go like have a new pencil case yes I bought like, myself you know, a new notebook this morning exactly back to school vibes yeah it's a good feeling. Mm. And actually what I'm doing differently this year is I'm going to help myself to transition. What I did badly yeah. last year is, like I said, I literally went from finishing at this, we'll call it a festival, but it was more a glamping experience. I drove back from that and the next day straight in the deep end with work. And I realized that was so unhelpful because I, then I just never really found my feet. So this year I'm doing a couple of podcast recordings like this, which I think is like an easy, I mean, it's just chatting, isn't it? It's not really work. And then I'm going to take myself away at the end of this week, oh, a little nice. staycation by myself. And I'm going to do all of your cliche, like goal setting, planning, mm. get some metrics written down, figure out my new habits. Love kind of that. do all of that strategic planning. And I'm hoping that makes a big difference because next week it's like in the deep end. I'm talking like seven meetings a day, Monday to Friday in the deep end. I don't, I don't know if we'll have used the video from that, but my eyes just widened massively <laughs> when Alice said that. My eyes basically were like, what? It's because everyone wants to kick back off as soon as I'm back. So I'm like, all right, off we go. Let's and go. I just have no boundaries. So sure, I'll be on course. <laughs> every single hour of the day and somehow do every crazy girl that. but you know one extreme to another yeah it's true so yeah i'm quite excited for the end of this week to kind of have that time and actually that's something i'd recommend for everyone to do in whatever capacity you can i appreciate not everyone can kind of take themselves away and have that much solo time but even you know a couple of hours to just think about what's mm. coming i think you know we had it as well when we were leaving lockdown we all just kind of 
roll with the change and don't realize actually maybe I can be quite intentional with how I cope with this change yeah, like okay we've all had a kind of summer vibe like some people's summers like yours has actually been busier than non-summer so maybe for you it's kind of a detransition rather yeah. a transition <clears throat> up but I think whatever you're going through that bit of intention really helps and just sitting down with a piece of paper and going right where am I at how am I feeling what's my intention for this next season and then what am I going to do to help myself with that it's all the basic stuff isn't it yeah. but just thinking about what do I want to achieve and how am I going to get there yeah, it's very true. And if you don't actually have time to do that, then none of the things actually happen. No. They don't have the they don't have the brain space. I've decided that if I'm waiting on some work and if that work doesn't come and I'm just gonna go on holiday by myself. Do it. See you lads, I'm off. Yeah. Go give yourself. But if the work breaks. comes up, then not see you lads, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. She'll take the break after that. Yes. But it's good to have that intention because I think business and life can kind of happen to you. Yeah. And we can become a victim of our own schedules and mm-hmm. workloads, which fair enough sometimes we are victims of it but most of the time we're in control and it's finding the time and making the time it's not being like oh i just i don't have time to plan no it's like well actually you do yeah you just need to find it and make it and prioritize things a bit differently so although this episode wasn't meant to be a helpful one that probably is what i'd suggest everyone do nice little outcome from our chat about random marrakesh stories such a shitty episode but i quite like a chat i find it very comforting to listen to Okay, maybe I'll title this, like, don't listen to this and hope for anything useful. Yeah, that's quite a good title. Chatty catch up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm excited for my few days away. I'm going to have to turn my internet off. Yeah. So I can't scroll on TikTok. Can we talk about the TikTok viral uh, video of the AirPods being stuck in the drain? Because that really, really enlightened me and really made me laugh. Why did it enlighten you? I don't know. I just thought it was hilarious. Oh, thank you. I just really enjoyed the concept that you went to try and get a new one and they were like, no, we can't give you new ones. You fished out the drain and I can't believe it still works. I know. It was only because I was with Ellie, Ellie Kime, the enthusiast, yep. and Rachel. But it's mainly Ellie. When we're at the Apple store, the guy said, oh, you can't get a replacement one so you just need to buy a whole new pair and I'm the kind of person where like I'm just done with money and I would I would in the moment I was like oh, I'll just buy another pair like I'm going on holiday in a few days I need my airpods like mm. fine I think it's like 230 quid which is disgusting for headphones and then Ellie just went all right baller as a joke and then I was like oh, I can't do it I, I, I can't be that person that just drops 200 quid without thinking about it so then Ellie was in the back of my head and I was like right we're gonna go fish them out that was the day before my month off begun so that was how I was prioritizing my time as I spent two and a half hours fishing an airport out of a drain. Really good use of time. Yeah, that's how badly I was procrastinating. Yeah, really good use of time. Yeah. I really enjoyed how you also sent me a little voice note and you're like, I'm about to board the plane, but I'm going to send you the, the... I haven't had time to do the description box for the first podcast episode. I'm literally about to fly, but here it is. And that really made me laugh. Yeah. I was like, wow, this girl really has her priorities down. <laughs> but literally, I could have just imagine you sat like at the, at the boarding gate being like, oh shit, I forgot to send that thing. Mm-hmm. And then the, my message didn't deliver and I was like, she must be in the sky. Yeah, it's really stressful, I find, getting Mm. on a plane. Because I'm like, what are my final words? What am I like? I'm going to be out of office for the next four hours. Yeah. How do I want to leave people? I always text my family chat saying, if I go down, I love you. Yeah, you told me you loved me in the voice note. Did you lie? Yeah, you did. Well, see, it's that airplane I was was like, wow, okay. It does something to me. It gets me emotional. Speaking of TikTok for a little bit, though, you know, because we spoke about it earlier and all good mm-hmm. podcast hosts cut a topic into two halves at either end of the episode. Yeah, of course. I am proud of myself. Thank you for the mini claps. Because you'd have heard the episode with Lucy Hitchcock. I did. Where I was very scared of TikTok and I didn't like it. And look at me now. 
posted on it. Have I posted on it in the best way possible? No, probably not. But you've still posted. I've started. It, you've started. That's a lesson to people. Just start somewhere. You oh, know, yeah. people are like, I need to wait to yeah. get it perfect. No. no. Become a travel influencer accidentally and then you've got the wrong niche. Perfect. I actually think, though, with TikTok, it sounds a lot scarier than it is because I think people don't understand that actually video content can be made out of just your day-to-day life like I think people think like oh I need to have like really pristine content like for me being a photographer people are like well I can't post photos on TikTok but it's like no we'll just document your life as a photographer like you just gotta gain a bit of personality if you don't have any and if you do have personality you just gotta (laughs) chat loads and therefore you just kind of build an audience that's niche slash relevant just on TikTok rather than it just all being stills on Instagram it's not that scary but it also is just quite a lot of effort and brain space it is and I also find the need to have a niche quite frustrating I know I don't Mm -hmm. need to but I also but the niche can be quite big like I don't I feel like niche is the wrong word because yeah it's a niche but at the same time I don't think I just post photo related content like there's some stuff I post that it's like it's kind of it's kind of relevant but sometimes just just chat about something completely different and I also don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because the people following you are still following you for like your personality because that's how you hook them in Mm. it's like you become the niche isn't it yeah and I guess you think of it in the same way that you would on Instagram with like content pillars or like content buckets it's like okay I am Alice Benham I talk about business I talk about travel I talk about London life yeah for an example exactly so all of those things are still relevant within the niche it's just the niche has pockets yeah very true that's one thing i'm going to do on my little away trip this week figure out my tiktok niche it would be really boring just to see regurgitated content of the same particular niche like i would not stick around and watch a creator if all they did was post identically the same thing just to hit different audiences like i wouldn't stay around for their personality because it'd just be so boring yeah there's not much to it it's just a bit dull i won't lie i do look at the way most business owners are using TikTok and just find it really boring. Yeah. Not necessarily I think their content is boring. I would be bored creating that content. Yeah, it feels very tick box. Yeah, which I think is why I've gone the complete opposite way and basically made it like a personal account. Which I think that's a good thing though because I then think people buy into your personality and then they go, oh, what does Alice actually do? Like, you know, I follow this girl. She's done loads of travel stuff. This is really interesting. Like, what does she actually do as a job? And then they go on your Instagram and they go, oh, okay, this is interesting. And then they stay along because like, they bought in for the personality first. I think that's mm. way more interesting. And I think as well, the unchallenge is how do you make something that's quote unquote boring interesting? Mm-hmm. Like what I've realised with my very small current TikTok career is, guys, I'm now a TikTok expert, people love a story. So as long as there's a story to it, that's what they really engage with. So I'm actually quite excited with, for the challenge of like, right, I've I've been shown it's possible to reach quite big audiences quite easily mm-hmm. with an easy topic though. Travel is easy. Like... I'm pretty sure I could keep going with that and it would keep with the same numbers, but I don't want to do that. So the new challenge is, right, how do I get those same results, but in a more challenging niche, which, and I'm predicting, I don't know if this is going to be the case, the solution there is going to be a storytelling. So instead of it just being like, this is me at my podcast studio, it's like, come with me for my first studio recording back in a month. Here's what I've been up to. Here's me on my bike with my helmet on. Ha ha ha, look at me, I'm so safe. (coughs) People just like the (laughs) random little storyline. Yeah. And what I noticed as well, which is interesting, all of my viral videos, now that we know what viral means, thanks to Lucy Hitchcock, have my voice in them. So people are obviously buying into the story. 
Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, really interesting. I've tried to do a few TikToks that are like cool, <laughs> like music over the top, vibes. No one cares. No, I've done, I found the same thing. Unless it's a trend, sometimes if they're trend based, they do really well. Yeah. Like jumping on like the trending sounds, they do quite well. Mm. But then I'm the same. The ones that of mine that get the most views are ones where I'm like talking over and I'm explaining what I'm doing or like, yeah. you know, it's a little bit of music for the vibe but like it's a narration. Yes. People just find it funny. I, I just don't why. think we're aesthetic TikToks. No. You know those TikTok accounts where you're like, <laughs> their lifestyle looks beautiful. Like I, I look around my bedroom and I'm like, this is just not, this is not the vibe. I'm not an aesthetic person. No. No. i tell you another thing that TikTok has done to me is reminded me how awful I am at moving the goalposts. And so when I signed up to TikTok, I looked at a lot of my friends and mm -hmm. people that were kind of doing what I do on TikTok. And I was like, right, they're averaging X amount of views per video. They've all got roughly maybe like two to 3000 followers. Okay, that's my first goal. And then because of those first few viral videos, I kind of hit those stats quite quickly. And then immediately the goalpost moved. I mean, that's something I've always done in business and I'm definitely not the only one where like you reach one goal and then you just don't care that you've achieved it and you go for the next. But it's so interesting to see it in such an obvious case study where like before reaching a thousand views on a video, I was like, oh my gosh, like I mm -hmm. messaged you, didn't I? When one of the yeah. early videos hit 2000 and I was like, hey, and we're going viral, rah, yeah. rah. And now like I deleted one the other day, I was quite, drunk when I deleted it so I regret my decision because it's a bit petty but it only got like 2,000 views and I was like it's a bit crap I just think there's no real rhyme and rhythm to it like I posted no, no, no. a video that stayed at a thousand and then a week later it climbed to 200k so overnight strange. and I was like why like what's happened like That's it's so, so strange random and what I will say just my final comment on TikTok I realize I'm just waffling on here is the audience is so different there mm. like and they're savage oh my god they're evil on I TikTok. used to think Instagram felt unsafe now Instagram is my safe place safe place <laughs> safe place place space place yeah TikTok is savage mm. honestly there are people like scrapping with each other in my comments so many people telling me that my boyfriend's cheating on me so many what? people telling me that I'm sunburned like just people being rude and yeah. now I go to Instagram for safety and I never thought I'd say that there's a band called wet leg they, they blew up probably like a year ago now they're doing some support shows with Harry Styles so they're like, they've gotten really big. Yay, go home. It's lovely. Like, they're, and they're very good. They're an amazing band. The amount of hatred they get on their TikTok is vile. Like, it's, it is, it's crazy. All the comments are basically just like, this band, this band are horrible. This band are the band for the people, for people who don't like music. Like, the constant, constant comments of how much people dislike this band. But then you go on Instagram, everyone loves them. You go on Spotify, millions of listeners. And it's just the TikTok audience despises them. Not, and it's so, to the point that they put up a TikTok, which I'm gonna find, because they captioned it. That time all our TikTok haters came to mob us with pitchforks and torches at Glastonbury. And this was the crowd. And the comments of the video, music to turn the radio off to, the frozen pizza of music, that's just the toilet queue. About as exciting as a ham and cheese sandwich. Music for people who hate good music. Uh, Quite clever trolling to be fair. Honestly, the amount of trolling is incredible. And you're just like, then you just go, then you just go over to, um, Instagram, everyone loves them. So interesting. They're like what, why, why, how? And there really is that whole like, finding yourself on the wrong side of TikTok vibe as well. Like I've had a couple of videos where the first set of comments are all lovely people and they're like my kind of vibe and you can tell they're your kind of person. And then it just like tips onto the wrong type of yeah. page. And then it gets all of these trolls and you're like, how has this happened? And also just people be nice. Like, 
Oh, I was always told at school, like, you just have to be nice on the internet because you don't know what's going to come back to you. Like, I was always just taught to never say bad things on the internet in mm. case someone sees them and they tell your employer, although I don't have an employer, but that's what I was always told. And then I just feel like all these people just miss the memo. Yeah, it's so unnecessary. Conclusions from this episode. I had a lovely month off. Maybe had too much time off, but that's not a bad thing. Excited to get back into work. Hopeful that my strategic planning this week will help me get back into work. Would recommend that other people do some strategic planning to help them in this new season. And TikTok's crazy. I think that's everything. I'll be back next week without Em, but she'll be editing it, with a guest episode. So make sure you're subscribed or you follow the podcast wherever you listen to it. Thank you so much, by the way, to anyone who consistently tunes in. It means a lot. The and listens it, have been high. They have. Real high. Smashing things. Yeah. Share it with a pal. Share it on TikTok. Share it on LinkedIn. Share it on Instagram. Share it on Be Real. Snapchat. Love Be Real. Snapchat. <laughs> Any other social What network? are we in, 2006? Twitter. Email Stephen Bartlett. Tell him we're amazing and that he should listen to the podcast. I love Stevie B. <laughs> okay, we need to wrap this up because we're just going in complete circles. If you've made it to this point, congratulations. You're a star. We salute you. Over and out. Peace. Before you go and action what you've learned in today's episode, let me remind you about this week's partner. When I started my business, I made a big mistake when it came to visuals. I changed color palettes frequently, hand drew my logo, and even had a pink website. I know. I saw design as a fluffy extra, and as a result, struggled to build brand recognition and trust with my audience. Since then, I've thankfully learned how important it is to ensure that the way you look reflects who you are, and to be cohesive with every touch point. There's no denying it. matter. But if, like me, design just isn't your forte, how do you make sure you show up professionally and consistently? Well, that's where 99designs comes in. 99designs by Vista is a platform here to help you find professional designers from around the world to bring your brand to life through custom and memorable design. It's a bit like Hinge, but for design. So whether you're starting out and need a logo and brand identity, or further along and need a social media banner or packaging design, 99designs will help you find your design match. There are two ways to do it. You can either launch a contest and be flooded with design ideas from around the world, or you can be matched with a designer to work with from start to finish across your project. I've recently launched my own contest to create a logo for one of my group programs and it's been so fun to see the creative entries come in. I'm excited to have partnered with 99designs to get you £20 off your first contest. So to invest in risk-free professional graphic design, head to the link in the show notes or to 99designs.com forward slash Alice to get started today. <laughs>